Hello, thanks so much for downloading this special weekend showcase co- podcast commentary for the pilot episode of Beef on Netflix. I'm Don. With me today are Kiara and Kaiko. All right, uh, Kaiko, we may need to kick your microphone volume up a little bit more on your end. I don't know if that's possible. We'll give that a shot. What? Um, yeah, <laughs> ouch. People, people might have their earbuds in for this. Jeez. Anyway, so we're watching the first episode of Beef on Netflix, and uh, Kiara seems to be a fan of this project. We're going to give her the opportunity to sort of take point on this, and uh, we are going to go ahead and watch along with this. Uh, if you already have a Netflix account, which you probably already do, you should probably be listening to this commentary in parallel with the first episode of the first season, and uh, we'll, I guess, see what happens with this. Kaiko and I have not pre-screened this, so um, I guess here we go. Hitting play on the count of three. One, two, three. That took almost exactly 60 seconds. We love that. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, now, yep. I will say that uh, the main thing that surrounds this whole series is art, which comes from um, Amy's side of her story. But... Uh, Stephen Ewing, I think he did a great job. You'll definitely not like him. I would say probably for the first couple episodes. And then I would say probably in the transition of episode four or five, you really kind of get empathy in his side of the story. Um, even with this in this in this beginning of, of him um, returning these girls, it's actually... Once you realize what he was going to try to do with them, um, it's really sad. So, um, so on a scale from one to what Dwayne Johnson was going to do with the barbecue grills and pain and gain, uh, I'm glad you caught that reference. It's it's like a no, because I love that film. That film is a wild time, and that film is based on a true story. That is also true. I'm like Jesus. Anyway. Um, on a scale of one to ten, it's kind of like an eight point five, I would say. Um, That's still awfully high. It, well, yeah the the circumstances. So he's just the way that the the show opens up in general is that both of them are in a really tight spot in their lives, and the pinnacle of them interacting with each other is just the tip of the iceberg about what's going on in their personal lives that allow everything to derail. Them meaning him and the Ali Wong character. Yeah. So his name, well, I don't, so this is where it happens. (laughs) What? (laughs) Yeah. Um, So his name is Daniel Cho and her name is Amy. And that right there is what causes everything to snowball. I promise you. Had she not done that to him, he would have let it go. But her doing that out the window is what really causes everything to, like, it, it causes everything to hit the fan. Like, I love the cinematography here, though, the, the way that yes. the camera was sort of following behind. This reminds me of the Nick Fury chase in uh, Winter Soldier, Captain America 2. Okay, yeah. The cinematography so- really sort of matches that in a lot of ways here. I will say that um, I don't know who was in charge of the cinematography, but the cinematography throughout this whole show was beautifully well put and well done. Um, it, it, 
it really has very beautiful shots, but it also gets very introspective on um, the tension that happens between them two regarding their relationship and um, how that tension holds throughout the whole show and really this whole grudge that they have against each other, i.e. the beef that they have between each other. I get it. Yeah, so it's... <laughs> but um, it's it's a wild ride, man. It's like I... <laughs> It, and it gets crazy, man. Because you would think <laughs> the neighbor's looking at him. <laughs> Yo, no, you don't understand. Like, these outbursts that they have in public with each other and, like, how other people just be watching. And it, it just, it's hilarious. Kaiko, what, what down in down in your neck of the woods, down in uh, yeah, Atlanta yeah. way, like, do you ever encounter any stuff like this? Boy, what, what's going on right now? Like, what's going on currently? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I like mean, things getting just, out of hand like this. I, a, I just had a, uh, I just had a situation like this the other day. Do 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 want to do want to talk Seriously. his mess? Yeah, do want to talk his mess? I was, you know, got me character and whatnot because, you know, you 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 hate on people. You know what I'm saying, I don't know, or at least a license it, plate. It, clearly, it's I got his license plate, but I. I I'm a delete. I'm, I'm, I'm a just see, and you know, Kaiko, you're you're a sound individual because when I tell you, yeah. like the way that he just like repeated his her license plates. Oh, also this art, um, all of this this painting specifically is done by somebody else, but the rest of the paintings, every every title sequence is different regarding the actual painting that was done by one of multiple members in the cast that actually do art, um, which I thought was very, very well done. Um, they're very beautiful paintings and they do uh, translate into what's going on in the episode, um, which I thought was very, really cool. Um, so um, I will say with Ali Wong, um, she's a really good actress and uh, <laughs> her husband, George. Um, but these glasses, <laughs> I love these glasses on her. Um, and yeah, I like the, the aesthetic. Was, that's the girl who yeah. was in the car? Yeah. yeah. He was now her husband, her. her husband, George, he's something else. But when I tell you that these cop, these outfits that he be having on just scream uh, wealthiness. And I like it. They're very put together. <laughs> I don't understand his hat, though. I don't understand what You're that hat is trying to, to be. The when bill is you. too short to be a shade on your face. And it's like... <laughs> that's not... the whole point. It's the whole point. Yeah. The, the point is to have no point? Well, the whole point is it's more for so like rich aesthetic than actual like, you know, functionality. And what exactly is the aesthetic? What is the rich aesthetic then, Kira? Like, what is, what is this? So, like rich aesthetic is having clothing that is just going above extremities of like function right so like wearing super poofy poofy pants right that you would never ever like walk the street on or actually sit down on but you're rich you know what i'm saying but what, have... but what if it's hammer time i mean how else are you going time? to convey Aside from hammer time sure yeah okay but like George, you will see. Oh, and Junie, when I tell you I love Junie, Baby Girl is the star of this show, Loki. Ah, I love her so much. Ah, she's just the most adorable little thing. It's so cute. 
Um, but George, <laughs> he is like the definition of a trust fund baby. Um, and uh, you will see very early on the dynamic of their relationship and their marriage. That thing that she's holding is um, he does sculptures, but they're like super ugly, but she doesn't have the heart to tell him. <laughs> um, and then this is the apartment that he lives in. Uh, and Paul is his brother. And I love his brother, Paul. I know he seems like a dimwit, but he has a lot of um, character layers. Um, he, okay. I, I did not like him in the first two episodes, but he has really grown on me as a character. Oh, so is there like a redemption arc or something or some elaborate payoff it's, that's breadcrumbs or yeah, sort of narratively laid through? Yeah, it's not necessarily a redemption arc, but it's like... Well, all right, that's the wrong word for it, but no, you know what you I'm really, saying? Like there's a character development. You really think that he's like lazy and he don't know nothing, but he's actually incredibly smart. Mm -hmm. and very um observant and you see uh in comparison <laughs> to daniel like uh how potential wise and just how they think and how they are um and those are his parents um they're in korea right now and you'll figure out why later in the episodes but um with Daniel, this kind of introduces like the given circumstances of Daniel as a character, what really um, has him so stressed out and why he's like so high strung all the time. Um, and so susceptible to starting off the beef, I guess, as it were. Well, yeah, because like um, where his mindset is now is like he's on a 10. He has a lot going on right now. And the fact that she flicked him off was just like the last straw. Yeah. So, I mean, we've all been there in terms of like moments of, I guess, mm. how do I put this in socially palatable terms for public internet consumption? Um, let's put it this way we've all encountered now, a Colonel Stink Meaner in our I'm lives sorry. at one point or another. I don't mean to cut another. you off. Yeah. But pay attention to this. So, like, oh, oh, okay. Here he is. I want you to, because this is this is the irony. So he is telling him, essentially calling him stupid, um, because he's investing his money into crypto. Right? He's like one of oh, those no. those boys in TikTok. No, but really, to be honest with you, he made a lot of money off of crypto. Um, and they're talking about right now. So essentially, what happened was is his both of their parents owned a motel, and their cousin screwed them over. Um, and he like messed up the business. So his parents have to move back to Korea. He's asking for his passwords because he's about to change all his passwords to his crypto accounts because he thinks he know better, right? Like he's not really making money off of crypto. But I want you to pay attention to this and how he's ripping him because you'll see later in the episode how it backfires on him. So... Um, the way that you said that sort of is making me subconsciously think that he's just wrote down something fake and not the real password. And no, it's no, no, be no. important in a moment where he'll wish he had that crypto wallet and then turns out that he does nothing. Um, I'll let you, I'll let it's you like, see. But... Again, I want to stress to the audience listening to this podcast, neither Kaiko nor myself have pre-screened this episode at all. So this is all just spider sense talking right now for like no. a better way to put it right now. And so, and so... with Amy, um, 
her business is that she sells plants. Um, Joji, that's a plant? Yeah. Well, no, that's the sculpture that George made. So George... I was about to say. <laughs> George comes from money. His dad was like a famous artist that did chairs and sculptures, and he died, and he left um, his art to George. And so they met. I don't know how they met, but they met and they got married, and she essentially... Um, you know, she started her own plant business from the ground up. And um oh, this is also funny because the play on Japanese and Korean culture, it's slightly it will go over your head if you really don't appreciate it how they how they say it in context. Um but uh she started this plant business business from the ground up. And what you will see in their marriage and their relationship with George and Amy is how they view money and agency differently. Um, because George has never had a problem with struggle in his life. And Amy, ever since she was younger, has had to had to fight for everything to uh, preserve it and to, like, you know what I'm saying, become her own person. Um, Daniel, he runs his own construction company. Or not okay. some type not construction and lawn care company. And um he also tries to be like a handyman so that he can make more money. Um, so just wearing a lot of hats, basically. Yeah. yeah. What would you say the majority of the audience perspective is over the course of this entire thing? You think this focuses more on uh on the Ali Wong character or the Stephen Young character? It in my opinion, it really kind of focuses on both. I think but it can't be precisely 50-50, just at the very really least is. in terms of no, pacing. It, like it, it really it really is though. It it I will the writing that they have done to show both sides of these characters and how they are very much alike in their walks of life, they have done it very well. I'm hmm. not even gonna hold you. It it because the premise of this whole show is that both of them feed off off of each other. Hmm. And this whole beef that they have with each other is really their demise, is the energy, how they match each other's energy. So you do get an equal share about both the sides of their stories and how it becomes more intertwined together as one big whole ball of mess. So all of that being said, to what degree would you agree, would you say that this story is an elaborate sort of allegory for not only how intertwined we are as individuals, as as citizens as as people you know but also just the nature of um i guess what can be cons one way to describe it i guess would be the butterfly effect the notion mm -hmm. of unintended consequences when it comes to the parameters through which we engage with each other you mm -hmm. know and how that can sort of have a trickle down effect in ways that we don't necessarily all see coming but we're still all densely interconnected anyway regardless of how much how well we understand that reality or not um, like, do do you think that's uh, how relevant do you think that perspective is to have going into this, or do you think I'm going too far mentally? No, it's very relevant because at the end of the day, both of them feed off of each other's uh, traumas, um, and and they, the more that you see how they their childhood, the traumas that they went to into becoming the people that they are today, it's like both of them are looking in a mirror at themselves. Um, and you'll see like later in the, in the episodes, like there's a point in time where everything calms down, right? And you think the dust has settled 
And yet again, uh, the beef starts. It never stopped. Um, this is Fumi. That's uh, George's mother. And um, she, uh, she high-key, low-key doesn't like Amy. <laughs> and she high-key, low-key thinks that Amy don't know what she's doing as a mom and or a businesswoman. Um, but Fumi got her own uh, demons in the closet <laughs> that uh, doesn't even give her the right to even feel like she's sitting all high and mighty as much as she is. Um, I mean, we've there, so there's this always is the money, this is the money that he made from crypto. Keep that <laughs> keep that number in mind. It's like almost five thousand dollars. And this is the cousin Isaac. Um, who's played by David Cho, who um, he he actually did some of the paintings for the show, if nice. I'm not mistaken. Um, now, I will say I was very upset with Daniel because uh, the way that he becomes so immediately attached to his cousin again, like you didn't just destroy the family business is crazy to me. But um, it, it's it's wild, and he, his character Isaac, he's a wild character in itself. Like this man is unhinged. Like I said, I don't know who let him out of prison, but please put him back. Like um, and his brother, uh, his brother doesn't trust him, but <laughs> you know, um, he like he, I guess he still kind of sees that what he did wasn't so bad even though you cost your family's business you know but um and did not remotely justify the means i don't see myself forgiving you for this completely yeah like but the reason why he i guess the reason why he uh kept him is because he needs money and i guess he you know he knows how to make money he's a con man but so some men do justify I guess. I mean, <laughs> but it's just like Isaac as a character, when I tell you he is so shady and so just sporadic, like it don't make no sense. Uh. Um, you know, so but like Kaiko, what's your Oh, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'll be talking. I was gonna throw this over to Kaiko for a quick second. You've been really quiet so far. I guess you're yeah, still I mean, taking all of this in. I'm just trying to really understand. I mean I get to what she's saying. Explain what I'm watching. Um, so I mean, trying to understand really, you know, what's what's happening and trying to take in all what it, what what you say, Kara. But um, mm -hmm. so is this a comedy or what is this? Uh, I would consider it to be a drama, a drama, a dark comedy um, drama. So dr dr dramedy. A drama term for that, yeah. But they seem serious. They've they've been serious so far. It's kind of, I didn't see no comedy. They are serious. It's either it's either a dramedy. It it's either a drama. It's either a dramedy or a comma. Yeah, it's it's funny. <laughs> no, there are funny moments and there are funny aspects. Um, but for the most part, it I mean, it is serious drama. Mm -mm. Um, look, she's already triggered. Look, she's already triggered by the yeah, husband I, of the car. I saw that. Yeah, I saw that. Um, I will say that um, the comedy is found in um, 
like when they both meet each other in person and you kind of see like how petty they are towards each other and paul his right. his brother he's funny um this right here is ridiculous because he know he is sure enough not qualified to be cut no trees but he is so desperate for a check he about to kill himself <laughs> oh my <laughs> god no i'm serious like i don't know how they choreographed this or i don't know how many takes they had to do and he thinks that's the the person who cut him off holy die about to snap your whole neck off jesus <laughs> but where did chainsaw go he dropped it thank god he didn't turn it on he was about to Oh, or that I, it didn't land on anybody, like, even if it's off. No, he dropped it. He I saw keep white expecting really bad things to happen. Like that's what I, I <laughs> think. Every everything I watched, that's something. Like I, I thought the chainsaw was gonna like drop on his head and mess him up. Oh no! Exactly. No. <laughs> but um, he is so funny. He said, "My boy's picking me up." <laughs> and guess what his boy is. His boy is an Uber that he called for. I'm just... <laughs> he said, my boy's picking me up. He's super close. Ah, oh, man. Um, now, this woman right here, um, I hate her, like, with the depths of my soul. Ooh. <laughs> and even this, um, like, you see how it's like it's like a rich people dinner and like she doesn't get it and george is like just go with it it's just you know mushrooms but you got like mushrooms in a small bowl with some foam on the side you know it don't make no sense she's a terrible terrible person um i mean I to be fair to be fair how else are you going to get supersized to be able to fight bowser you got to eat mushrooms at some point <laughs> <laughs> um so that girl who's making a toast. So how can I explain it? So Jordan is this wealthy white woman that I guess owns art or something. And Amy's whole objective is to get uh, her. She wants to sell her business underneath Jordan's company so she can, um, you know, become a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? And get her back. But um, Jordan is just I can't even explain it. Um we get promotional consideration from uh, this fast food restaurant <laughs> during oh, this. King? Let me tell you something. Logos so he goes here. to Burger King and he gets four of those chicken sandwiches. Okay. He swears it's the best, he swears it's the best Burger King ever. <laughs> he does have indigestion and throw up. Seriously? He really ate them too. Now, now the reason why, um, and I know you guys can't the, like fully what? hear it, but so... Um, Ooh. See, see, oh. and and when I saw that, I said, "You done screwed up now because you had twenty two thousand dollars of his money, and then it drops down to two thousand, and you told him not to invest in in crypto, and here you are playing around with the money in crypto, and he about to throw up because he's sick." Mm hmm. Here it comes. That's not nope. good. Wait, no, he's not gonna. He's not gonna buy. Ah. <laughs> You see how, like, it's like I'm sick because, like, you just lost all that money after you told your yeah. brother not to do it. Like, you're yeah. a whole, you're a whole hypocrite. <laughs> just, <laughs> um, now her, she's a big culture appropriator type 
feels like she knows everything because she's surrounded by minorities and like people of color. Oh, and no. um, you know what I'm saying? It but like you have to hear the snide eye comments and what the she snide eye? Yes. Like you don't understand, she be wild and <laughs> no, for real. Like it it's like she she feels like she she's owed to I guess in this premise, like Asian culture, because your sister-in-law is Asian and, you know, you've been to like different places in Japan and Korea. So like, you think, you know, better. You have a past. It's like, it's like, she feels like she knows her culture more than she does. Mm. Um, so, uh, and, and you'll see it the way that she says certain stuff and how she, how she does certain stuff. And, um, it's it's on some crazy stuff, man. This woman here, uh, the, the, don't this mess other this woman. up, because you know I. She said, because you know you and I could, you and I both know I can go to China and copy your stuff for less, right? And I said, as soon as she said that, I said, uh, uh-uh, uh, you're canceled. Uh-uh. Just talking crazy out the gate, bro. Yeah, that uh, that other woman in that scene, honestly, also like struck me as like a like a taller, blonder sort of like version of Julia Louis Dreyfus for some reason. Mm-hmm. You ever watch Veep? Yes, she's. Yeah. You know what? You're right. So she's like her. She's like a taller, blonder version of her. Mm-hmm. Or oh, maybe like what is that? What is that called? Like dirty uh, brunette something? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was bad lighting to be able to determine that for sure, but. Eh. <laughs> Um, At least for me, but whatever. Really? Like- no, no, no. Bad password. No, not all twos. Oh, it's bad not- password. It's, it's okay. That's not the password anyway. I know, but just on principle. Good grief! Come on, this mm-hmm. is one hundred and one, man. What are you doing, man? So, um, yeah. Anyway, so I don't know. Like I'm, it's, I, I do a lot of like you know, uh, cybersecurity kind of stuff. Uh, so it's like. I'll, I'll like you know whenever I see stuff like that in movies and television like there's a part of my brain that's sort no of, you're that's right it's definitely a stupid but you know to be honest with you people who like people who are like wealthy and stuff like that they are those those type of people to have stupid passwords like that mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. two 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 <laughs> your password being password you know <laughs> password one it's okay password I put a number one. in there yeah like just something dumb you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um, I will say another thing that I really like is that um, out of oh, all shoot, that reminds crazy- me, I gotta change my password. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> out of all the craziness in the show, um, Junie is the only thing that really uh, is like her 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 happiness and joy in life, right? And I know that's like stereotypical because it's her daughter, but. Um, I feel like with Junie, like you really kind of see Junie's like the only good aspect of her. Maybe the only good part of her that's like not messed up and that she doesn't have to like lie and finesse about, you know. You know, I'm not a parent, but I feel like the same sort of extrapolation can be made about the relationship between most parents and 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 most kids, basically. At least the healthy relationships that exist between those two worlds. You know, it's it's because what is a child, but, you know, the next, you know, progression of the, the family line, basically, and sort of so, like, it, yeah. This is the reason why he bought the girls is that he essentially was trying to kill himself. 
by oh, like geez. carbon monoxide poisoning, right? And ha, when ha, when I watched this scene, I said, "But there are so much." Wow, really? So, yeah, he he go on Google. What's the easiest way to kill yourself? Which is by carbon wow. monoxide poisoning. But there's so much easier ways for you to do it versus you trying to catch yourself on fire, my boy. Like, this is doing a little too much. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're doing a little too much right now. And even he realized he's doing a little too much because you're trying to breathe it. He said, no, this is not it. Of course not. Like. (laughs) Yeah, no. This is all. No. No. You want to light up four grills? Like, what do you do? And now it won't. There it is. I was about to say, geez, where's the off switch on that thing? Also, are we sure all of them are like out, out? And, Good grief. And look, the receipt was in the bag the whole time. <laughs> he couldn't return because he couldn't find his receipt. The receipt ah, in that's, the bag what started, the whole time. that's what started his rage off. Yep. Yep. Wow! In the bag the whole time. You talking about you can't find it? Oh, I listen, but I be hot too, man. Um, I be hot like grits. That happened to me the other day too. Really? Oh my goodness! You're telling me you remember? You're telling me you remember that license plate after all this time has passed and after you. But you know what else is funny is that he doesn't know that Amy's a woman. In his mind, he thinks it's another dude that cut him off. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. when he really he finds out fight. that it's a it's a woman that cut him off, yo, he is all types of flabbergasted. <laughs> all types of flabbergasted. Um so um and then George, huh, Georgie. you know. Boy, I tell you, man. I I I my I, my heart tries to go out for this man, but ugh. Um, it just, I don't know. So, and so my thing it, is, is that, you said what? They're in Korea right now? No, they're not in Korea. They're in the United States. Daniel's yeah. parents are oh, in okay. Korea. Um, oh. But, um, so George is uh, Japanese. Amy's Korean. Mm-hmm. And there's this joke or this insult that um, it was said in the first episode and only people who are part of Asian cultures really kind of caught on to it. But essentially what happens is, is um, Daniel says something about her husband. She was like, oh, he's Japanese. And when you say that um, in Asian cultures, that's like a very big insult because uh, years ago, I guess there was... uh, I think Japan overthrew some part in Korea um, for some time. And so there, there is this ongoing beef between Japan and Korea because of past oh history. Oh, my goodness. So <laughs> now when you say, oh, he's Japanese, right, or oh, you're Korean, it's a, it's a really bad insult. I feel, I, I feel like this, is, this needs, like, further research. Oh, whoa. Yeah. So... Um... Yeah, this this will not end well. Oh no, it's not what you think it is. It's it's not what you think it is. I mean, 
If it's not, they're sure doing a good idea, a good uh, job of misdirecting everything. It's it, it kind of shows like their craziness. Like he has ro he has really bad road rage and he talks himself. She has this thing with a gun, and it just kind of this is like scratching the surface regarding, um, like uh, exactly how crazy they are. Brought to you by the NRA. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Uh, this is just the scratch of the surface, guys. I'm telling you. You see how she holding that gun? <laughs> like, 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 just like a phone or a hairdryer or something. Yeah, I just have this around the house. It's a you thing. Know. Whatever. And and this is how he gets his way in is that he like lies and says that um he's gonna lie and say that she has like a a pipe burst or something. But it's, now, mind you, keep in his mind, he still thinks that this is a dude that cut him off. Right. So when they initially first meet, like these first five to 10 minutes, this is the only time you'll ever see any type of normalcy between them two because they don't know each other yet. Um, but as soon, I'm telling you, as soon as she says, oh, that's my car, baby, it, it gets... It this could have ended right here. It, no, he says, it, wait a second. It could have ended right here. If she would have slipped up or, I don't know, said something like how it was his car or something, I'm telling you, none of this would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, no. I feel like this needed some like dun 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 kind of like dramatic reverb music, you know? Yeah. Now she remodeled, um, cause I think, um, apart from doing plans, she also does like housing remodeling. She remodeled that whole, uh, she remodeled that whole house herself. Hmm. Um, and her mother-in-law doesn't like it. She thinks that she has no talent or no taste. Wow. And, um, yeah, for real, Fumi, her mother-in-law, she's like a savage low key. Now he's I mean, like, that's, that's a common that, that's a common thing in laws. Yeah, not really. Said, oh, he's Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Just slide it in there. It's crazy. Um, and mind you, there's nothing to see in the garage. You're just saying that because you're trying to figure out if the car is there. I mean, very slick with trying to do yeah. his due diligence. <clears throat> and he about to lie and say, um, there's like warp in your ceiling and stuff like that. Knowing darn well you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> that wall is dry. <laughs> 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 like he, bro. <laughs> um, boy, I tell you. Is it wrong that I that as that I'm expecting at some point she's gonna come at him with a baseball bat? She. So if you know what I mean when I say that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, I listen, she could if she wanted to. But um mm -mm. It, when I tell you the way that they really come at each other and and dig in deep, it's on some other craziness. Like whew. um they, he was like that's a nice car. Uh-huh. Hmm. And she's like, I drive the luxury car for work. That's it. 
Mm-hmm. That's it. And look, look, right there. That's it. He's yep, like, yep, nice. yep, 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 nice. yep, yep. Nice, yep, yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. Now listen, and, I want y'all to pay attention. Look, he's like, do you mind if I use your restroom? And when I tell Uh-oh. you, so listen, I was watching this with my friend Isaiah. <laughs> and I told my friend Isaiah, I said, I said, watch. I said, he blew up his bathroom. He blew up the bathroom, right? I thought he, he like, mm-hmm. he like mm-hmm. he dropped the deuce and he like clogged the toilet or something. No. <laughs> That's not what he does. Listen. Okay. So listen, you see that puddle, right? Yep. Yep. I tell you when she opens that door, nothing could prepare for me what he did. Oh! All over the bathroom. And my friend Isaiah said, it looked like he don't drink water. I said, oh. friend. Oh. Yo, yes. Oh. Yes. Merry Christmas. Yo, ho, ho, running ho. like a track star, babe. Running oh, like a no. track star. <laughs> and he's just cackling, living his best life. Ooh, Jesus. I said, living my no. best life. <laughs> I said, no, he didn't. Ain't going back and clean then he up your toilet. <laughs> and then look, now she's going to memorize. Uh, yep, here we go. This is exactly the snowball effect yep. that starts everything to go downhill, bro. Everything. All right. So, yep. yeah, and that's wow. the first episode. And that's exactly what I'm saying. It leaves you on the perfect cliffhanger for the second episode. Because you like, what is she about to do? I said, wait. And I immediately went to the second episode because I was like, what is she about to do? Mm-mm. I was like, no, you didn't just piss all, I mean, all over the floor, bro. Yeah, that was, so, that was crazy. Um, um this thing is yeah. playing the credits now. I kind of messed up the thing on my side. I forgot to have the Xbox controller up and running to be able to yeah. stop the thing from autoplaying the next thing. But, um, but um, I guess any closing thoughts on this uh, on this episode? I guess. Well, how did you guys like it? I, I didn't like uh, it at Kaiko? first. I didn't like it at first. Like, the beginning, I didn't because I, I don't like, and that's why comedy. I was like, you know, I don't really like drama. I don't really care for drama, but. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was just like it was just kind of slow. Like they were just, they weren't really, they weren't really uh, giving me a, a, a vibe that I would want to keep life. You know what I'm saying? And then mm-hmm. I don't know. I started. I just started realizing more and more, and I I, I like it. It's 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 all right. I, I could I could I could watch it. I would. I like was- in my personal opinion, this is just my personal opinion. Yeah. I would say, at least with an anthology series or something mm-hmm. like this, if you if you're not hooked in at least by the second and third episode, let it go. Yeah. But right. I would say just give it the first three episodes because mm-hmm. the first episode on anything is always an introduction. The introductions right. are mostly right. slow. Mm-hmm. But the second pilot. episode, I, huh? No, I'm saying. It was a good pilot, though, so it it it, it, it it'll drive you to to kind of get. I it. would say by the by the second episode, and especially how the second episode ends, I feel like it will definitely get you. Okay. That's just my personal opinion, though, because the second episode okay. is when you really see how big and bold they be stepping within this beef. And I can how already see it's about to get. Yeah, yeah, I can already tell that like it's about to get completely dialed up to twelve here. Like, just uh, I, I'm with Kaiko at the 
at the outset though i gotta say as far as like the build was slow even by like first episode standards but then when we sort of factor in you know the um, the the cultural references that you were pointing out kiara and sort of the way that it had to be sort of peppered in in a way that allowed for not only a more sort of organic world building of like the the area in which this this story kind of takes place and the the relationships between uh, all these different sort of character units, family units that we encounter here, you know, it actually gives you sort of a different sort of context that you can help uh, that that can actually sort of help you get a, a renewed or like reconfigured appreciation for upon repeat viewing. And anytime you have a bingeable sort of like full season dump show like this one was, you know, that actually has Easter eggs put in that don't hit your that don't hit you on the head as an audience member with mm. the fact that it's an Easter egg, you know, like that's always, you know, that that's always a positive thing. Cause like we live in such an age where like, you know, we're so overspoiled by like Marvel projects or stuff like that, where you just know, like from a mile away, like what's going to be a setup for this, that, and the third, you may not know exactly what it's for, but you know what it's going to be later on with pretty darn near accurate, uh, spot on accuracy most of the time. Yeah. And, um, and so this this is this project strikes me as a breath of fresh air for that and the way that they handled that ending and set it up for a cliffhanger for number two here, um, mm. with with, <laughs> with number one, <laughs> but I'm rim shot. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was a that was a I really will, unexpected sort of thing there. I will say that this this series um, for me in a long time is really kept me on my toes. Like has. Oh, wow. For me, it really kept me fully engaged because um, where you think it would go, it it doesn't. And as soon as you predict something that you think that one of them are about to do, something left field comes out of place. But it also brings brings back a lot of full circle moments where they repeat the same things like, he says again, like in later episodes, can I use your bathroom? Or like even how this whole, how he memorized the license plate and then how she memorizes his license plate. Mm -hmm. um, it definitely, there's just a lot of little, they definitely took their time and took care into mm -hmm. writing these scripts and these characters. In definitely. my opinion, I, I yeah. would at least say. I agree. Um, so I hope that you guys at least, you know, I said, like I said, just watch up until episode three. And if 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 you tell me about episode three, it ain't for you. I respect it. But yeah. definitely give it a chance for it to build. Because it does. Once once it gets the ball rolling, I mean, really, everything hits the fan. Right, right. It, it gets, it, I mean, it gets, there. like, in the last, what, episodes of, like, six, seven, and eight, it gets very overwhelming. Oof. very overwhelming I'm in that like, case let's let's take our time sort of like uh, with the or with the slow pacing here before things yeah. get yeah. really the, out of control but, um, real does bad does real bad stuff happen do people get cut up yes well okay. um people spoiler alert people, somebody <laughs> peep bad stuff does happen that, that's i'm um yeah, you know, people like somebody up. gets shot, somebody else gets like dismembered. Mm. Okay, it, so it it's gets, stuff like that. But it's not. But the way that it builds up to it, it's not in this super creepy psycho thing. It really right. is like consequences ah. meet actions. Right. See, and I, I like mean, a lot of, right. I like a lot of gore and, and 
yeah. people getting caught. I'm, I want to know if, yeah. It happens. I mean, there is a little bit of it in here. Um, right. But in this one, it's really like everybody pays six, for, their, for their consequences. I will say in this one, there we have is 50, no... We, we have 55 seconds left before it gets to the 45-minute mark. We got to kind of shut this down. Um, but uh, in conclusion, I guess we can say that this was a really this was a really good pilot that actually uh, does a really does a good job of sort of setting the table for the rest of the format, even if it's not um, entirely clear about the exact sort of trajectory beats that it's going to uh, story beats that it's going to wind up hitting over the course of the over the course of this ten episode run. But um, it works in this show's favor, I guess, because it keeps the audience on its toes and rewards repeat viewing. So there you go. I guess those are the takeaways. I guess correct. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right, cool. So this has been a weekend showcase reaction commentary podcast for the first episode of Beef on Netflix entitled The Birds Don't Sing, They Screech in Pain. Uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, my name is Don. With me was Kiara. And this is Pete. Sir. <laughs> <laughs> um, that, that was his name was Kaiko. <laughs> um, thanks so, so much for listening, those of you at home. Um, the beef is now streaming on Netflix, like I was saying. And don't forget to check out more podcasts from Weekend Showcase. They're available wherever you get your podcasts. And obviously, we're available on pretty much all social media at Weekend Showcase. Shoot us a comment or a DM something. Let us know your thoughts on this. Or if you have recommendations on other shows or movies that you want to hear us do commentary conversations on, uh, let us know. In the meantime, Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye.